Hey there, welcome to the Doing Good Business Podcast, hosted by Kelly Stewart, business strategist helping companies to do good in all aspects of their business, and me, Laura Heacock, a leadership coach helping professionals bring kindness into business. Doing Good Business is a podcast for leaders who want to bring their whole selves to work and create companies that make a real difference in the world. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Doing Good Business. I'm Laura Heacock, and I'm here with Kelly Stewart. We are going to talk about today purpose and values and how all of those buzzwords are used in business, both on uh, a macro level and a micro level. So again, digging into our theme of business buzzwords that we love to dissect, I will let Kelly start off by defining when you think about an organization or a company that's doing good business, what is what is purpose? What does it mean? Right. Thanks, Laura. So purpose really is about why. And um you know, again, I forget what you said last time, uh, tip of the hat to Simon Sinek. Simon yeah, Sinek, hat tip Simon right? Sinek. People and don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Exactly. And in a business organization, and I think these words have, have gotten a little muddled, you're right, uh, purpose is really the the why we're doing this. Mm. What is it that we hope to accomplish with the products that we make or the services that we provide? Mm. And in the context of a positive business, it's and how are we improving the lives of other people? How are we improving the planet in some way? So it's a much larger question mm. than just how are we making money? Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's not even a how question, it's a why. We exist for the benefit of others, fill mm. in the blank. We exist to you know, um, help alleviate stress okay. for coaches, mm-hmm. whatever the business is. Well, we exist to help people better manage their money so that they can create the, the future that they prefer. Okay, so I'm, so what I'm hearing is the second half of that, which I think is very uncommon. I think a lot of times we hear, you know, we're best in breed, we're best in class, but nobody is understanding, you know, again, to go back to people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. But why? It's, it's the what's in it for me as far as an organization's yes. why. Yes, exactly. Okay. So you really want to talk about it in that light. And then you touched on something that's really critical there, the, um, the mission, which mm. is the how we're going to do it. So to be the best accountant, let's mm-hmm. say we'll go back to that, to be the best accountant, like we're going to be, we're going to accomplish our why, we're going to help people create their preferred futures, because we're going to stay up on the laws, we're going to stay up on the best practices, we're going to constantly, you know, bring in new technology mm-hmm. that will help us do that better. That's the mission is part of the how, and uh, the values, mm-hmm. right? Because there are a lot of companies out there, and, and some might have different values than others. And that's a critical component. So purpose is the why, Mission and values are the how. Okay, can you help me not roll my eyes at a mission statement? <laughs> <laughs> I will try. I still roll my eyes at a mission okay, statement. Okay, well, that makes me right? feel better. Okay. Because if you hear so what's mission wrong with statement, it? Because you know what? It, and, and a lot of this, it all goes back to those those poor people who returned from World War II. Oh, are getting goodness. such a bad rap. And I know in my heart of hearts, I, this is, you know, their intentions were good. Mm-hmm. They were taking their leadership styles that they had learned uh, during, the, during wartime. They were doing the best they could. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it was all about a mission, right? It mm-hmm. was about appropriating resources, getting troops someplace. There was a mission. There was mm-hmm. a target. I okay. don't like to talk about targets, future podcasts. <laughs> I like to talk about the people who we can best serve, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
but all of that was the mission and the mission had to be very detailed very tactical mm. so that is the how but I think that over time after you know 20 30 years mm-hmm. of uh, after World War II ended and business leaders were developing that was there was still that residual kind of thought about this is what it is and that's why we ended up with a lot of mission statements that are like we want to be the best widget maker in the Northeast yeah. well that's a very kind yeah. of self-centered yeah. company ego statement uh-huh. right but that's a much better word for it it's an ego statement not a mission statement yeah you're exactly right so but it's central to achieving the purpose because Mm -hmm. this is how we get differentiation right Mm -hmm. so you could have a lot of accountants they might even have a similar purpose Mm -hmm. but the how they do it Mm -hmm. you know the the technically how they do it which Mm -hmm. is the mission you know how they um marshal their resources how Mm -hmm. they disseminate that throughout their organization is critical but along with the values cool as well awesome so in my world, values are the thing that I use to help my clients really live their purpose, which sounds so coach speak. I'm rolling my eyes at myself right now, but let me explain. So values are what we come back to when we have a hard decision to make. Um, values are what we come back to when maybe you feel like your purpose on this planet isn't to be working in this company that you're working in, but how can you how can you spin your your thoughts and how can you live your values in that job even if you feel like your purpose is greater maybe your purpose as a human on this planet is to alleviate suffering but how can you live your values in the company maybe that means targeting a healthcare company to work Mm -hmm. for maybe that means targeting a company who is doing work in you know the the nonprofit sector or you know the helping homeless return to the workforce you know you can use those values in the business setting because you're able to align yourself with a company that is in support of those values. So even if you feel like your purpose as a person is somewhat larger than the business role that you're playing, your values are what help you stay connected to that. Absolutely, and I think it's the same for the business as well then there are a lot of companies happily many more there Mm -hmm. are companies that align what they do to organizations like conscious capitalism Mm -hmm. sustainable business network um and b labs which you know we talk about a lot the b corporation so there are organizations out there that for-profit companies are starting to track toward and adopt more of their principles and it's perfect it's like tailor-made for people who Mm -hmm. have a very strong value system and really have that calling to live out their values and they can also bring it down to their leadership level Mm -hmm. you know they could be a frontline manager they could be an executive but how do you bring more of this into the organization Mm -hmm. um, I think is a a critical part of you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater right you can create ways to bring purpose into what you do yeah and so the why behind that and you know like Kelly and I, I think, would like to believe that people want to do business this way. You know, we believe that there are businesses out there that are genuinely, you know, intentional about what they're doing and they want to have a business that's values based. They want to have a solid purpose. But beyond that, there are measurable, tangible results that doing business this way can show you. So one of the results in one of my favorite studies to show when I'm talking to clients on an individual level about values and they're like, oh, my God, why do I need to know my values? Well, you need to know your values because... They will help center you and they will help ground you. And there is data out there that shows that people who know their values are more likely to stay in an organization that also knows their values. And there was a great study, it was a USA Today article at the end of 2017, that I believe it was a MetLife study that said um, that nine out of 10 people were more likely to take a job with a, an organization who was more values aligned mm. over higher pay. 
So when you really think about it, we've talked about this in, in past episodes, you know, the millennial workforce and, and certainly the generation that's younger than that, you know, they are really looking for more than just jump to that next paycheck, give me the next job that's 10 grand higher, what's the next rung on the ladder? Like they want more, they want purpose. So even if, you know, you're kind of questioning us or maybe you don't feel that your organization that you're working in, if you're a leader is someone that is a values-driven organization that has a strong purpose, there is an actual tangible reason to have this information and to craft your business in a way that supports it. Absolutely, and uh, just to, to add on to that, I feel to the size of the personal development market, something like $9.6 billion, mm-hmm. right? That's a very large market. Yeah. We have a lot of people, a lot of people in business, mm-hmm. a lot of people aspiring to be in business, a lot of people have been in business a long time and trying to figure out what the heck is going on. Why is this all <laughs> changing, right? Because you reach a point where, and this is you know why we're together, where people don't want to leave the best of who they are at right. the door in order to be successful in right. business, right? So we're seeing this convergence of what I you know call this personal development and professional yes. development. Yes. And so then you're absolutely right. The next question is, how do you bring this into the business? Mm-hmm. How do you make it mm-hmm. something that's measurable, manageable, strategic, all of those good things? And I can't really understate enough that... It's about having this genuine intention Mm -hmm. to improve the lives of others, Mm -hmm. to create value for others, to be more helpful to them. And that's something that's really sadly for a lot of companies and I'm I'm just chalk it up to, you know, the daily stress of being in business. Right. That's kind of been dusted off to the side. Mm-hmm. But if things aren't quite working for your company, if you're having a harder time attracting talent, if mm-hmm. you're having a harder time attracting clients, you've got to go back to the drawing board mm-hmm. and you've got to get really clear on the purpose. Right? Yeah. What is our genuine intention here? How are we trying to help other people? Mm-hmm. And the rest starts to flow from that. And then you can start to really think about the practices that you bring in that demonstrate Mm -hmm. that. You know, maybe as part of your purpose, um, it's really important for you to hire a diverse team, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So then what does that mean? Well, that means you're going to set up your recruiting practices to Mm -hmm. reflect that. Maybe you're going to advertise for these jobs in niche publications Mm -hmm. in different types of communities where they don't necessarily, they're not necessarily reading Indeed.com. Right, 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 right. And, or maybe part of it is part of your purpose if you're a local company and that's where your market is to really build up your community. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, then you can now start to look at, if, and it's not for every business, so I don't want anybody falling off their seats here, but um, it, it, it is an opportunity to look at hiring people who have been incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, and that's a whole other workforce mm-hmm. that needs to to be utilized Mm -hmm. really they want to be utilized Mm -hmm. many of them many of them made you know um, some mistakes early on you know and there's not a single study that doesn't support when you give people a purpose right they you know you what you expect you get right so if you expect recidivism and if you expect mediocrity and you expect you know that you're the best you could ever hope for is to maybe Maybe you can start your own business because then you don't, right. you know, if you expect these things, right. you know, that's all you're ever going to get. But if you raise your expectations, you'll get higher performance. And if you, you know, give people a chance, you know, again, from the personal development side of things, like I think all we really want is to be deeply seen and heard. And if you give someone a chance at a job and say, I am entrusting you with this because I believe that you are worthy of a second chance, you are worthy of, you know, contributing to this organization and to society as a whole, you know, that's living your values as a human being, 
individually as an organization collectively and that is making the world a better place i mean that is really to use this this example which i think Mm -hmm. is a great one like that's really the trifecta it is absolutely and and it's a business strategy right Mm -hmm. so we don't ever lose sight of that right and like every other business strategy you have to start off with okay what is it we're trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. so let's use this we're going to improve our community our local community Mm -hmm. because we sell locally we know or we just have that that's part of our why it's part of you know we're we're improving the lives of others and we have a choice to not improve our community but we choose to Mm -hmm. so we're going to start hiring uh, second chance employer mm-hmm. employees mm-hmm. they go by a couple of different names but that's what we're going to do okay great so now you've got to capture some data around mm-hmm. that and say how is this working how many stay mm-hmm. right what was the cost of the training mm-hmm. do you have to retrain people you know you're going to get all of these things when you sit down to think about that plan but you're also going to want to capture some other data and it's not all readily available so yes you have to be motivated but if your why is true Mm -hmm. then you are motivated Mm -hmm. to go get some of your community statistics Mm -hmm. right um what about the, the the program, the social programs? You know, has there been a decline in enrollment of those programs because you're employing some people? Sure, mm, there is, mm-hmm. right? Um, have there been new stores that have been open to you know increase because of increased demand? Because mm-hmm. now you've put some spending power mm-hmm. into into pockets of people in your community. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the other benefits that went with all this? And the more data that you can capture around that, in addition to what you're doing in your own company, then you can be transparent about it, mm-hmm. right? You can. It, Obviously, you would always want to be transparent about it within your company, but now you've got something that you can go talk about mm-hmm. at your economic development council, mm-hmm. at your chamber of commerce, mm-hmm. within your industry, mm-hmm. because you can really talk about the impact that you made. Yeah. And that's all driven when, again, the purpose is not that company egocentric, mm-hmm. our purpose is to be the best widget maker. Mm-hmm. That's when our purpose is to improve lives in some way. By and making we, these widgets. Exactly. We just happen to make widgets. We do widgets. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, we happen to do widgets mm-hmm. where we've employed a disenfranchised set of, of individuals mm-hmm. and we happen to make widgets in a community that's really important to mm-hmm. us and we want to know that we're constantly giving back and when yeah. people when, when business owners think about giving back i think sometimes it's a very uh, one one a wonderful thing mm-hmm. uh, it's a wonderful thing but it can be very one dimensional mm-hmm. you know we'll give back to these established organizations right. there are lots of ways to right. give back we'll match a donation and these are all exactly. wonderful things They're wonderful things and and you can also add this on yeah. because now you can give back to your community in a way that would not be possible if you were just thinking we're going to be the best widget makers and we're going to make right. them as cheaply as possible. We're going to make them as fast as possible. And right. you then have a story to tell. You then go to your, your consumers and you exactly. get to say, we have improved our community in X, Y, and Z ways. We have increased... Um, you know, buying power in this community. We have seen housing prices go, you know, whatever your data is. Oh, and by the way, don't you want to buy our widgets? Absolutely. Our widgets are what has made all of this possible. And all of this has made our widgets the ones that you want to buy. Like that's how it circles together. And I think the point that you made earlier about from that study that people want to, you know, work in organizations that are more connected to their values. Mm -hmm. The same is true with suppliers, partners, bankers, Mm -hmm. right? There is a whole population of because there are other companies out there that are doing well by doing good, mm-hmm. and they want to work with other companies that share that mindset mm-hmm. because they know it's like having similar values, right? right. They they know who they're dealing with, mm-hmm. and I think that they are more accepting of things that you know. Well, maybe maybe we don't de- deliver it as quickly as possible, but they're willing to make that allowance because they know what's going into it, right? Right. 
Well, and Kelly, you talked about hiring, so I'll, I'll put my old, old, oh, olden days sure. recruiter hat back on. Sure. And, you know, it, proof is in the pudding. People are looking, you know, again, we've talked about this before. There are so many ways to get information. There are so many ways to find out what a company is really like. What are they really doing in the world? What, you know, are they walking their talk? Are they standing mm-hmm. by? You know, you're going to meet with the leaders. And as a leader, you are the person that is responsible for living those values. You know, again, right. don't put them on your website if you're not going to incorporate them into your business practices and be Absolutely. able to speak to them. Verifiable but business can, practices. Yeah, but right. people are looking for that in the market. You know, that study, people are willing to go and find a job at a company whose mission aligns with their values more mm-hmm. than they are willing to take. Again, it's not the days of people jumping ship for the next 10 grand are are largely behind us. And there are always going to be exceptions to every rule. But, you know, companies looking to do good business and attract talent in this way, you have to have a story to tell and your purpose and your mission and your values and the tangible evidence that you can provide of that. That's your individual micro level story to tell. It helps you decide not only who are you going to hire, but it helps you decide how to hire because you can then engage in these questions in the interview process. And it becomes about more than tell me about a time when you handled a challenge with a difficult colleague, you know, it becomes a much more informed, in-depth, aligned conversation. And that's going to increase your retention because people that feel aligned to the organization, people who share values with the organization are the most likely to stay for the longest period of time. And that's a good thing. A long-term view is a lovely thing. And to be able to build on your product or your service Mm -hmm. requires having a little bit of history. You Mm -hmm. need to have people who understand, well, this is what we did two years ago Mm -hmm. or five years ago. No, I know these clients really well. Here's Mm -hmm. what they're expecting. And And you mix that with new talent, right? Like we were saying, like it's a healthy Mm -hmm. mix of people, which again is probably part of your your purpose and your mission in the Mm -hmm. organization. But having that balance of the people that know why the company does what it does, that know the clients really well, that know the mistakes that we made five years ago and can stand up in a meeting and say, that's amazing new idea. And I'm so glad you're bringing it to the table. And here's how we've tried it. And here's how it failed in the past. Help us see how we could either do it differently now, Mm -hmm. or do you agree that maybe this is something that we've, we've tried and we've already learned from, so we don't need to try it again. But that's how, that's how you move forward. And that's how you make progress in an organization. Absolutely. And, and I'll put my marketing hat on, my old marketing hat on, <laughs> to say that story is very important because, again, yeah. in this kind of informed and connected and transparent market in which we all operate, mm-hmm. the story has to be authentic. Yes. Another term gets used differently, mm-hmm. my definition. We talked about it. You need to be able to write <laughs> specific and be genuine about what it is that you do, mm-hmm. right? And so you have to have this very clear story. Mm-hmm. I, when you were talking earlier, too, it made me think I know of someone who um, we were having this kind of a discussion at, you know, uh, at a supermarket one day. <laughs> like you do. You know, like you do. <laughs> and at uh, the supermarket meeting. And um, we were talking about this. And he offered a really great opinion that I hadn't really thought about. And he said, you know, as business became more global and spread out and technology enabled us to be spread out, it became in some ways easier to lay off a department of 200 people. Mm. Yeah, you don't have to look them in the you eye. You didn't have to look them in the yeah. eye. And when business was local, mm-hmm. you did. You mm-hmm. saw them at, in places of worship. You mm-hmm. saw them at the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. We did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you they were your neighbor, mm-hmm. right? You were related to them. You, they, you all went to the same doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And I think in some ways, even though 
that technology has created that mushroom, mm -hmm. right? That big cloud where we did all go to the outer edges and we've worked virtually. And, and look, we, thank heavens for technology. Exactly. We're all here right it's now. Y'all are listening right. to us. Thanks to technology. <laughs> but I think now the mushroom cloud is starting to settle a yeah. little bit more. And we are seeing this resurgence of mm -hmm. local and we're seeing this resurgence of community. Mm -hmm. And you can still have global clients. You can still have national clients. Of but the community in which your business is located mm -hmm. is still equally important, right? You still mm -hmm. are a part. You're a member of that community. You want other businesses to be doing things that are good for your community just as well as you want to be able to do good for your community because that's the source. If you yeah. think of it like a plant, right, that's the root where your business grows from. And so why yeah. wouldn't you maintain that soil mm -hmm. and make it fertilized and rich and, mm -hmm. and conducive for growth? And even if you are, you know, a multinational corporation, you know, an individual as a leader can mm -hmm. still live that purpose. And, and I'll look up the exact company that's, that this is and I'll put it in the show notes, but I believe it was one of the the large automobile manufacturers. But there's a story about, you know, times were lean. They needed to make a cut. Everybody on the board was saying, you have to make this cut. You have to lay off this many people. And, you know, that's just kind of what you do, right? Like, that's the easy out. Everybody right. does a layoff. It's a recession, whatever. Right. And the decision was made to not do any layoffs right. and to really live the purpose and the values of the organization. And what they did was rolling furloughs. Yeah. And they said, everybody at every level is going to take X amount of unpaid time. And what came from that is that the people who could afford to take more time mm -hmm. would donate it to the people or that would, would take it and right. would allow the people who couldn't afford to take more time to continue working. Like right. that to me is the prime example of you know, when you don't live inside the box, when you look at, let's right. look at our values, let's look at our purpose before we make this decision, you know, again, on the individual level, for my work with a leader, you know, how do you want to practice kindness in business? How do you want to make this decision? Like, right. you can use your values, your, your mission as your guidepost to make things like that. And once you step outside of that whole, like, okay, well, I guess we just have to do a layoff mentality. It's amazing. It's amazing the options that you see when you don't already decide that you know the answer. Well, you know, you're speaking to my heart because <laughs> I think that's that's the whole emphasis on a, being a, a positive business, yeah. right? There are certain things that you do and you 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 look at the weaknesses, right? Mm -hmm. Or the threats in this case, mm -hmm. of, you know, threats to your organization because being a positive business, mm -hmm. doing well by doing good, implies that you are earning a profit. Right. right? You have to right. be yeah, business. Exactly. It's already baked into that, yes. right? So I think that when you don't focus on those to the point where it shuts you down from seeing possibilities. Mm -hmm. A positive business is, well, what can we do now, mm -hmm. right? How can mm -hmm. we improve this? Because there are ways. Mm -hmm. And and you know that there are companies out there that are paying full-time, you know, health, mm -hmm. full health care benefits, not mm -hmm. only to their employees, but to their families. Right. I talked to many other business owners who are talking about, yeah, I, I don't know how long, how much longer we're going to be able to pay them. Mm -hmm. That's a choice. Mm -hmm. It's a choice mm -hmm. because like, any other business strategy, when, when that becomes a priority, right. you can put the strategy and the plan around it. And when it's part of your purpose, mm -hmm. it's almost always a priority. Yeah. And that's what you were oh, saying, you know, about the values, right? Yeah. It, it takes you back. Purpose takes you back mm -hmm. to your principles, mm -hmm. your values, mm -hmm. and ultimately to the way that you, you do make money. Yeah. It takes you back to that. But it's got to be this expanded notion of we will earn profit 
by delivering value, i.e. being helpful or useful to someone, and we will not do it at the expense of people or planet. Mm -hmm. In fact, we will actually build people up. In fact, we will actually take proactive measures Mm -hmm. to conserve our resources, Mm -hmm. replenish our resources. Mm -hmm. Then you're getting into a really impactful purpose statement mm-hmm. not mission yeah statement, not mission but a statement. Yeah. statement yeah you know that really helps all of your stakeholders identify mm-hmm. it and i think that would be one last thing too that i would add clarity around purpose mm-hmm. right because you can't just keep running on and on and on and on mm-hmm. but you have to have real clarity of purpose that is not just a customer focused statement right. because you've got a lot of stakeholders mm-hmm. you've got people that you want to employ you, mm-hmm. you know with your recruiting hat on so mm-hmm. uh, that's one but you also have that banker who wants to lend money to you when they and have think, it they want to lend it right, right? you've and got I think partners purpose, and suppliers yeah the purpose ties all of that together right like the purpose is what is going to you know help you work with the right vendors help you hire the right people help right. you you know engage with your customers and things like that and i love mm-hmm. what you said if you if you're clear on your purpose, then it's almost always a priority in, right. in that. Like, yeah. I just feel like that is such a beautiful summation and it works for the macro and it works for the micro. You know, when you are in business and you are very clear on the purpose of your business beyond the widgets that we make, the purpose of our business is to employ these community members and improve this organization and help the health of our planet. And we're going to do that by making widgets. Absolutely. And when you and a leader are going to be able to say that, you know, I'm in this position because I work for a company that is improving the organization and improving the environment and improving the community. Right. And I am going to do that by leading my team in this way. And I'm going to make decisions by coming back to not only my organization's purpose, but my own personal values. And I'm going to choose from that place of alignment. Like, absolutely. That's how you do that business. It. That's it. Yeah. And it's not overly complicated. Right. In fact, I think it's really exciting for business leaders who are creative, mm-hmm. for business leaders who have financial acumen, mm-hmm. right? Because now you get to run some very interesting right. models, models right. that you haven't necessarily mm-hmm. run before. Mm-hmm. And so it's a puzzle to mm-hmm. be solved in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. And it's something to feel good about. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think that we're all just trying to feel a little bit better. I mean, in busy, you know, you hear so much about, you know, the soul sucking corporate job and things like that. You know, what we want to do and, and what we hope you all get from listening to our podcast is ways that it doesn't have to feel that way. It does not have you know, to feel doing that good way, right? business is about feeling differently in how you do business. Absolutely. And well, it's, it's successful. So uh, Goldman Sachs. Mm hmm. I don't know exactly when it was a couple of years ago they did the longitudinal research uh, that that proves and I might have mentioned this in the in one of the previous episodes that the companies that do good do well Mm -hmm. financially well Mm -hmm. over the long term Mm -hmm. so that was last 20 years last 20 years has been really rough for businesses so if those companies can do good during that time the proof is in the pudding what you can accomplish when times are good you could go even further with that in ways that you can't imagine when you're always looking to solve a problem for Mm -hmm. X if you're only solving for X you're never going to see Y and Z and A and Mm -hmm. all those other possibilities that are out there so that's what gets me excited about having a positive mental attitude. I love knowing that it is, you know, we talk about things, we talk about a lot of things other than profit, but obviously, you know, we all want businesses to make profits because the more profits the business makes when they're doing good business, the better they can do for the world and the planet and for their people. So yes, it is about profit. And that study proves that Mm -hmm. when you do these things and when you choose to do good business, you're actually going to make more profit. So We would love to hear from you, uh, podcast at doinggoodbusiness.com. How are you going to do good business? What's one small step that you're going to take? And uh, 
We'd love to know your purpose. If you have any questions about values, about purpose, about how you, I love leading people towards values exercises. So if you're curious about how to find your values, reach out, or if you want to share the purpose of your company, we always love to hear it. Podcast at doinggoodbusiness.com. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And we would love to hear from you. Send your comments, your questions, suggested topics to podcast at doinggoodbusiness.com. If you'd like, visit our website of the same name, doinggoodbusiness.com. Remember, you can always rate and review us wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Feel free to share it. Until next time, we encourage you to take one small step toward doing good business.